All right, everybody. Man, this has been a ball. This is uh, this has been an awesome show. I'm having a blast, and it's just going to get even more fun because now we have Ted Heineshevitz live in the studio. Ted, how you doing? Good. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing good, Ted. How bad did I butcher your name? You did. You actually said it. I think you said it perfectly. Really, Heineshevitz? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I learned from the Rude Brothers. Oh, did you? They taught me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they trained you. They yeah. did, they did. They they said that I shouldn't use it correctly, though, because you, you tend to keep booking gigs on the night of their radio show, and they're not very happy with you. <laughs> they don't like me very much right now. They're pretty upset. Right. The, they said you promised no more Thursday night gigs. I never said that. Yeah, oh, really? I, what I told them... I'm, they also didn't tell me anything. I'm making all <clears> of I told up. them in all honesty, because they do a radio show on Thursday nights, and I t- tend to book gigs on Thursdays. And I, In all honesty, I said, I swear to God... They asked me to play a weekend, and I said, fuck no, yeah. I want to play on Thursday. I don't want to listen to their radio show. <laughs> That's what I said, but I, I love them. Yeah, they're, 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 good, they're good guys. They're good guys. But we're both uh, Take It Easy award winners. We are Take yeah. It Easy award winners, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. I keep mine on my desk every day I look at it. Yeah, I do too. Uh, it's my most prized possession. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's so cool. Absolutely. I, I do apologize. I don't have a cool award for my guests like That's they okay. do. That's okay. I, uh, you know, I have some stickers. They're nice stickers. They're, they're, they are glorious They're pretty stickers. cool stickers. Yeah. You got to show those to Ryan and Matt. I, that's a good point. I'm going to go stick them on their mailbox. I think. Yeah, or on their cars. Or on their cars, yeah. on the front window. Right, right. <laughs> right, right, on, right in front of the driver's right side. Right in front of and then throw eggs right around it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got to let them know, you know, leave, <laughs> right. leave, my, leave my mark. Exactly. We're in competition now. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're all on the radio. This is a cutthroat business. Exactly. You got to know who you're messing with. Exactly. Uh, yeah, well... Ted, this is super cool to meet you in person because we've uh, we haven't right. We, we met on the internet, which is kind of how I met everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of a weird thing, but it, it works. It does, it's, you and know, especially during I, that. Uh, we were talking about silver linings of the pandemic before, and yeah. I think uh, one other silver lining was that we like imagine if this happened in 1985. Oh man, gosh! So <clears throat> having the ability to connect and feel connected, um, and then making human connections from it after the fact nice thing yeah you know? it's it's pretty cool i'm i'm glad that like you said that it was that it happened now instead of mm-hmm. 1985 mm-hmm. So that would have been that would have been brutal but at least we could we could all connect in some way and you know did you do any did you do you did some couch shows right i did a lot of i was doing a morning like a saturday morning thing <clears throat> almost every saturday i would get up and do a few songs in my yeah. pajamas and uh, I I, really low key, and then it, like it started to get where everybody wanted to get like this big production value out of it. Yep. I'm like I don't want to do that. No, I it's just, a Saturday morning. I want to be lo-fi and uh, yeah. low class, and so then it just I I quit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I I'm gonna ask you a question. I think I already know the answer to because you are. I, I I'm describing you. I think you're the hardest working musician in Minnesota. I think that may be true. I don't know about that. You don't know? Mm. I, well, I, I mean, so when the pandemic hit, um, were you one of those guys who, who holed up and was like, great, I can write a bunch of songs? Or were you like, I can't write right now? Like, what which way did you fall? Yeah, yeah, I was definitely <clears throat> very prolific when it hit. Um, I have a day job, right? And so I, almost like the day after the world shut down, our they furloughed all of us. Yeah. And then I got let go in the summer. So I was like, I had a lot of time. I'm like, well, great. I'll just sit home and write songs. Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed it. And then there was a lot of like, over the internet, um, I approached people, do you want to write with me? That I might never have never done face to face because yeah. I'm not like that. I'm just too kind of shy. Or, I know what you mean. You know, so um, I did a lot of co-writing with 
a ton of people. And I think that's what helped with meeting a lot of great musicians yeah. and songwriters. We wrote a song over the internet. We did write the a internet, song over you know? the internet. Mm-hmm. I know. It's pretty slick how that works. I don't know if either of us heard the finished product, but we wrote We wrote I, a song. So. I, I heard it. I listened to it. You had it. I I wish I could tell you I remember which record it was on, man, but they're, they're yeah. kind of blurring together for me. Yeah, yeah. And it's, every, not, it's not a quality thing. It's definitely not. They're great. Every other minute I've got a new, new record. I love it, man. That's, yeah. that's, just, that's so cool. Like, keep, just keep making art. Screw the timeline. Screw what everyone yeah. says. You know, one album a year. Make it. Make art. Put it out there. It's good for you the world. You can nowadays. You, you can, know? exactly. So. And, you're, and you're doing it, man. And you've been... How long, how long have you been writing songs for? Uh, um... A long time. I mean, I would try to write these stupid little things in my head when I was like six or seven years old yeah. and just like, you know, um, come up with a dumb rhyme or a word or probably stole it from something I heard on the radio, you know. And um, so I think I started writing in high school really bad songs. I grew up in the 80s, so it was like the big thing was MTV and hair bands and, and just not... Yeah. They had these guys who could sing really high and guitar players who played really fast and no good lyrics. I mean, I shouldn't say no. I'm painting no. a really broad stroke, but it was just not. You, you're not fine. You want to trash the 80s. I'm your guy. I am. But there's some great music in the 80s. There, there is. That's the thing. Like, But it's it's so buried underneath mm-hmm. this layer of like. Especially for me. My, mine yeah. was like, I'm finding all these records uh, that came out in the 80s. They're like, this is amazing. Damn you, Motley Crue. And, you know, it's like right. you, they obscured all. Because I, another part for me was I grew up, when I was really little, I was a huge Kiss fan before I'd ever even heard them because they look like comic book heroes. Oh, yeah. And and it didn't matter what they sounded like. I just thought they were cool. So that's every band in the '80s that looked like them yep. was cool to me. Even if it's fair, they. I yeah. mean, I shouldn't say that. In my opinion, they're not so great. But um, <laughs> no opinions on this show. Facts only. Yeah. I'm with okay. You. Scientifically yeah. proven. Scientifically they're not proven. So great. They're not so great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're not so great. Right. They've uh, they've done studies on. This. We've done them here. Yeah. I, I hope they haven't because that would be depressing. Oh, but they do have studies it. on hap- like the happiest song. Yeah. Which is amazing. I think uh, is it uh, ELO has got that right? Yeah. Mr. Blue Skies. It's pretty wild how that works. And I don't know how they because it used to be um, "Don't Stop Me Now" by Queen. And so, do they do this every year? And or? I hope so. I would love that. What if that like would a, actually be a, a cool thing. Just like how many smiles? To get, I'd, I'd like to know how they gauge that. Yeah, like that's it's very scientific. I'm sure. Yeah, it's very scientific. They're probably you know hooking up brains and measuring brain stuff and saying mm. that that guy's happy. That's right. a happy one. That was right. a sad one. Right. You know? And uh, yeah, you're. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a set of baselines. Like, okay, let's get him fully depressed and then see which person just comes. Yeah, they throw on Elliot Smith first and they get him, <laughs> they get him nice and down. And then they're like, all right, you feeling down? Yeah, yeah. Okay, here, now we'll Don't see. Don't stop see the... me now. <laughs> see how much the rebound. From right, that. yep. Yeah, yeah, that's how they do it. Do you think that your discography would, uh, would end up on the happier side or the sad side? Would they play mm. it before they go in for the test or at the test? That's an interesting question. I don't know. Um... Uh, I think I don't really write sad or depressing songs as much as I probably write. Um, I have goofy songs, I have love songs, and then I have um, probably snarky. It'd be a good word. Yeah. I feel like, like you write uh, honest songs. That's how you I think I would it's do. honest. I, I think your songs are honest. That's how I. Would I'm really good it. at lying. Is what it is. Oh, really? So, no, I don't know. <laughs> That's yeah. impressive. I was just trying to write. I don't, I mean, I don't have a lot of experience, so I just write what I have experienced, and then you find out, oh, so have I. People yeah. can connect with that, and that's 
universal. I don't care who you are as a songwriter. You've all we've all run into that. Right? Yeah, so. yeah. It's, mm-hmm. That's that's what it's all about. Um, what's I, I'm just curious because I love I love talking to songwriters about like how how you do it, you know? Because and, and not like like which comes first, the words or the music? Not that. Oh, not that question. Um, but I'm just curious. Like when you're, do you go through life with like a pen and a pad, and then you're mm. like, oh, that's that guy cutting me off in traffic. That's a song, you know? Like or um, what what sparks it? You know, I have those moments where something like, and usually it's a phrase. Like somebody says something, like, oh, you know, I yeah. want to write that, or so I, I will. Then I'll capture that, and for me. That could be either a voice memo in my phone, or I might email myself real quick that yeah. just so I'll have a I have a my inbox full of emails from me to me with a subject line and that's it. And then I'm just gonna be a lyric or something. And, and um, but other than that, I wish I could say that I was one of those people who, like, I'm of my own accord goes downstairs and just writes. Yep. So I'm in this songwriter group and fa- on this Facebook group, right? Yeah. I think you were in that at one point, I, weren't you? I was, but I'm not diligent enough, so I. Well, to, yeah, but that's okay. I, um, and I will say that because last summer I missed a lot. I had like a work, just like the worst summer of my wor- my corporate work career. Oh. And it took me out. It, so it helped uh, like me go, well, I don't have to write every time. But what I what this did do for me is it took me out of this waiting for inspiration thing because I'm yeah. super lazy when it naturally. Yeah. yeah. So now I've got this word prompt or this thing that kind of forces me to do the work and trying to form a habit of doing that more often and it just kind of comes and fits and spurs but i always have that constant that gives me hear the word or and so even to the point where when we were we they do it 10 weeks at a time and then 10 weeks in the winter and um i would start asking people give me a word give me you know yeah write songs based on that so that's um trying to find a way to keep that going otherwise i I'm always afraid of if i stop i'll stop well it's like a muscle you know if you don't if you don't use it you lose it What's your favorite word that you've gotten a prompt for? Like, is there one oh. you remember? You're like, oh, I got it. No, m- most of the time it's the opposite, where a word just pisses me off. Like, That's how I that felt word? about it. That's why I got yeah. out. It's not anybody's fault. I'm just, I'm just a dick. No, I'm well, so am I. I guess <laughs> yeah. you know, probably most of us are like, screw you. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna write this song. To-. So like, one of them they like stick, and you know, it's not a frustrating word as much as it was just like what am I going to do with that so I wrote a song and I think I have stick in the song like 17 times yeah. <laughs> or another one is um, this was a cool prompt he said take the first letter of your first name T right yep. T- put it in the Google so you pull up the Google put in letter T and hit enter and then you get to pick from the top t- like top 10 returns Oh. and every one of mine was AT&T and they're not a sponsor right <laughs> no they're not you're safe well, if I, I'm like, what are you going to do with that? Damn it. So I wrote a, a bash at t And I don't hate at and They just, deserve it. Da, do these sons they, of bitches. Yeah, no, they, I, they. I, um, I, so I wrote this song. It's, it's like probably the anti-AT&T AT&T commercials. So. It's like that United Breaks Guitars song. Kind of. Yeah, but kinda. AT&T. But I didn't get their attention like that guy oh, did. So man. He, I think he got a new guitar out of yeah, it. That's so. right. He did get a new guitar. And he got to speak everywhere. And, yeah. yeah. And he made like three more of them. And they, they still, did he really? Yeah. He like made the first one. And then he made a uh, second one about like how he still hadn't gotten paid. And oh, then, my gosh. I didn't know this. Yeah. There's there's three of them out there on the internet. Oh, my gosh. If I were United, I would write a song back to him and say, I'm not paying you. Right? Yeah. United. Hire, hire was a Minneapolis songwriter like a Ted Heineshevitz. Yeah. <laughs> 
to come write a song. I don't want to be. Yeah, that's that asshole. <laughs> you can use a stage name for that. Just right, cash the check. Right. right. <laughs> Just cash the check. Right. Uh, my name is Ryan Rude, and here's right. my song. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Ryan. If you're out there listening, we love you. Uh, we also love the Beatles, Matt. If you're out there listening, yes, big Beatles fans. Um, well, Ted, I, I made you bring a guitar and all this stuff. I, I made you lug it around to get up here. Do you want to play a song for us? Sure. I hope it stays in tune. I dropped it out in the parking lot. Oh. Because I'm clumsy, and that's that makes me nervous. I can feel a little. You know, do you need a second to tune her up, and I can I can buy us a I second? Think, well, I'm using it as an excuse. I'm really not a good guitar player, so when it sounds out of tune, that's just me. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll do. I'm putting out this EP on August first, and it's just. Uh, this is one of the songs off it, I guess. Yeah. Hello. What's the name of it? Good to go. We're good to go. Okay. And uh, what is this song called? Oh, it's called uh, "Cutout Bin." All right, "Cutout Bin" by Ted. I, I think the prompt was "cut out," but somebody told me we never had a prompt called "cut out," so I honestly can't remember what the prompt was. All right. Some new song you never heard before. Not some new thing that'll blow your mind. I'm not gonna flash in the pan. You and I, we understand. We go together without even trying. Positive, I go negative more than I should Just look back at the first verse Tell me I'm wrong I'm more cut out been More never been than has been But I'm delighted I'm your favorite song When you finally drift off to sleep You might hear my voice on the radio Pray to God your soul to keep Cause you're the only voice I want to know I know, I know time you're coming through town Look me up, I'm not hard to find We'll write a song without making a sound 
we'll make a melody with our eyes I'm sure you've heard this one before Please don't stop me if you have If it's all the same I like to keep things the same You and I, we were built to last You and I, we were built to last You and I, we were built to last Thank you. That's an awesome song. Ah, thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing it with us. That's a beautiful song. Thank you, Ted. You're a, you're quite a writer, and you're you're kind of the you're kind of the full package. Not kind of you you are because you got a beautiful voice too. Oh, thank you. And yeah, man, I really I really enjoy listening to you. And it's one of those things where I'm a bit envious of you for having a beautiful voice and the ability to to like write. Because um, I've always had this theory in my head that made me feel good at night when I was a young, angry man, that everyone with a nice voice, at least they couldn't write like I could. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, you just cling to that. You're like, oh, their voice is pretty, but they can't write. Then Ted shows up. Oh, you, yeah, come on. Oh, no. man. But no, I, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm, I mean, well, like, you, you thank you. That was good. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. That's very kind. No, I, I, I try. Do what I can. <laughs> but, uh, so, so that song came from, came from the, prompt cut up that you wrote that you came up with in your head because it didn't come from the yeah it, it, there was a word prompt and i for the life of me i cannot recall yeah what it was <clears throat> um but it was definitely written for there I, I could go back and look but that's that's a, i told you i'm lazy I, i'm I not going back so yeah man i get it yeah. let's go with cut up cut up is what it was it was yep yeah have you ever tried to write with cut up the way that like david bowie did and those guys no or you know what it is no they like so they grab a book or a magazine. Oh yeah! Just cut random phrases, throw them on the ground, and then we're gonna put that together in a song. Put it together randomly, yeah. and then they're like, "That's a song." I think David Bowie's one who did it. Andy Warhol, I think, is one of them yeah. who like invented it. Doyle and I grabbed each grabbed books off his shelf once we were gonna write. It's like so we would just grab and we'd find a, a, a small number of words, and I don't remember else what else we did, and we said, "Okay, we're gonna use that." Yeah. I don't remember what they were, and I don't even remember what song it was. But we ended up coming up with something, kind of wedged them in, and and, the, and we might have wedged them out. Yeah, because in the end, it's like, well, the song really rules the day, not what you want to do with it. So it, ta- it takes it was, you on a journey. It was a launching pad, so that that was good. That's you know? a huge thing. That's it's mm-hmm. like the word prompt, right? Just yeah, having, having something to get the get the creative muscles going and mm-hmm. forcing you forcing you into it, right? Forcing you forcing you to write and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, well, it's fun. Ted, I've been I've been making you play and chat and all this stuff. I haven't given you a chance to like plug anything you're doing because you're doing all sorts of cool stuff. What do you what do you got going on? What's going on in the life of Ted Heineshevitz? Well, there's a few things. So today, um, I think it came out today. There's you know we've been doing the Supper Club Collective thing. Yep. And um, we put out that covers record in April. Well, uh, today Chris Holm, who's part of that, he he pulled together a bunch of. People, songwriters and to do songs for Tara. I'm not getting her name wrong. I've never even met Tara Grimmer. Yeah. Tara Grimmer. Yeah, I think. So. And she's battling cancer right now. And so it was. A, it's. It was just a really cool thing he's he's done. And I think that came out today. So he, Chris, myself, and David Stone ended up writing a song on that. Cool. Um, 
Jeez, uh, Doyle Turner is putting a record out in September, and I actually got to produce it. I got to be Ooh. like a pro- producer. Man. Like, so um, I call myself Bexy Driver. <laughs> so I just kind of holler at him until he says, "Fine, fine, fine, we'll do yeah. this," and you know he's gonna leave me in the desert somewhere. <laughs> um, and that my I'm putting an EP out. Um, I'm in a band now. I've got a band um, called Heba Jeba, and yeah. we're we're gonna we just did our first show last week, and we're doing another one at KJ's. Nice in St. Paul. That'd be fun. Uh, August fifth, I think it's a Friday. August fifth at KJ's Hideaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good on out and see Heba Jeba. A little rock and roll. So yeah, we're a little more rock and roll than I that I. It normally it's, would do by myself, so it's good to have both ends of the spectrum, though, right? Yeah. Don't you feel don't you feel nice and like refreshed that you can get that out of your system? It, yeah, it's it's cool. It's something that um, I miss. I did that stuff when I was younger. We were probably even heavier than we're not heavy. We're probably pettyish, Tom pettyish. So, um, and with a little like a drummer that kicks a little harder, yeah. you know. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a lot of fun. It's so another, I, I enjoy it. That's yeah. cool, man. It's another outlet. I'm sure there's a few other irons I have fire that I'm forgetting about. Well, know? there's an EP that you're putting out. I Here's, don't think you've I've got the EP. Yeah. I think I'm that guy. Like, if you ever, have you ever been to a fondue party? No. You've never been to one? I have one? not okay. been to one. Well, if you ever do go to one, there's always one person, and that would be me, who takes all these little sticks and puts all this meat and cheese and stuff in the fondue thing, and half of it burns off because he's doing too much. <laughs> That's me. Oh so. man, I I love what you're doing. I love seeing <laughs> I love seeing like logging into Facebook and being seeing that Ted's putting out a new record. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I, it's it's so it just it, it makes my it makes my heart sing a little bit oh, every wow. time. Yeah, man, it's it's cool to see it, it's cool to see people doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. it's just makes you jump for joy that people are still making art and it still yeah. matters and it's still important and putting it out into the world because it's not easy. It's no, I mean I always say though we we get we get to do this and I think we're in a uh, I don't want to call it the golden age because I don't I would never argue for that because there's been some great music like the 80s and there's been multiple gold, yes like the <laughs> 80s the 80s MTV era with you know with Motley Crue uh, makeup yep and, um, yes we'll never bleach blind hair no but there's been multiple golden eras right but I think there's this, there's something about and some many would argue against this they, they, the whole over, we're oversaturated I think we're saturated for sure yeah but you do what you want. There's enough space for us to make our music, and whatever you're going to reach, whatever audience that is, and if you do better than I, good for you. You know yeah. what I mean? If you, if you're having fun, that's the thing. That's Just enjoy matters. it. You know it's exactly. So. And I think there's a new, like this this quote unquote oversaturation or saturation mm-hmm. is bringing more of like a local thing to the surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because like you go get your food locally. You go like people are big on that. Like right. Go catch a local band. There, yeah. It's not it, Ted's not playing around Minneapolis because he couldn't play somewhere else. It's because he wants to be here and he wants to be home with his family and he doesn't right. want to live on the road, you know. Right. Which right. is a different lifestyle that isn't great for some people. You right. know, it's not that fun. Right. So like, yeah, there's so much good music in your backyard, and I think yeah. people are starting to realize that all over the country, and it's kind of yeah. cool. The other thing that I'm noticing is is the, the kind of the opposite. So the tr- the traveling thing i think it's becoming more not so much like we're going to tour and dominate the world yep. we're going to tour and be like old time traveling minstrels and make connections whenever i do yes. play somewhere even if i meet one person and you make a connection of some sort that's awesome and even if you never see him again who right. cares i mean yeah. you made that in the moment connection and stopped time through a song or whatever you know yep. not that i'm doing it it's not that it's that we get we get to do this. this yeah, is a it's a privilege, you know. It's sweet, man. You get yeah. to make human connections, and that's. What I think that would about. be applicable to any art. 
whether no matter what it be, you yeah. know, uh, painters, writers, sculptors. My wife is a florist. That's oh, art. That's um, cool. You know, comedians. I don't know. I'm yeah. sure there's there's a little, they, every all of it. Um, yeah, Making politicians. Them? That's an art. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshitting is an art. Bullshitting <laughs> yes, it is. is an art form. You know <laughs> yeah. what? I have met some used car salesmen in my day, and I've just walked away impressed and with a new car. Um, <laughs> that's, that's how it goes sometimes. What's it going to take to get you to get me in this car? <laughs> I, I just walk in there, and they're just like, ah, there he is. Take there's, my money. There's the guy. He's got it on his forehead. Right, they yeah. walk up to me. Hey, you want to buy this car over yes. here? And I go, yep, absolutely. You guys are so good at this. What else you got? <laughs> What else can I get from you? <laughs> I can't afford any of it, but right. I'll take it. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, Ted, so you've got this EP coming out. We've got we've got some new songs from you on the way that we could play if you wanted us to. Sure. If you wanted to play some of these. Like sure. what about what about this one I got queued up rest easy, my friend? Yeah, yeah. So um yeah, my buddy lost his dad I'm sorry to, hear to that. COVID last year and uh, it was rough and um he is Doyle, my buddy Doyle. Yeah. And so I wanted to write this song kind of just to, like, lo- writing love songs for your friends is kind of cool. And um, so I reached out to Sarah Morris and said, hey, Sarah, would you help me write this song? Because he's a dear friend of hers as well. And um, we came up with this sweet, 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 sweet love song. Um, if he's listening, he'll be crying because he's a crier, um, which is a beautiful thing. He's yeah, a beautiful, beautiful man. So, um, but then I, when I started tracking it, I was going to, originally I was going to have, like, either Sarah would sing at it or I would do it or figure out some way to like and then I uh, had a couple other friends just I'd sent it off to get keyboard parts or and then the song is so different than what I anticipated it turned into it feels like almost like an Eric Clapton song I don't know if that's bad uh, I like it it's got this cool bluesy gospely vibe that did not happen with just me and my guitar yeah I was trying to be Willie Nelson and then you get this the song tells you where it wants to go right yeah yeah it leads yeah. the way well, here it is. Rest, rest easy, my friend, by Ted Heineshevitz. Doyle, if you're out there listening, shout out to you. Um, I, I, I don't have words. I, don't, I, I think a lot of people say words and they don't have them. I, I don't have any, but we have a song. Rest easy, yeah. my friend. Here, here you are, Doyle. That was Ted Heineshevitz with Rest Easy, My Friend. What a beautiful song. Thank you for sharing that one with us, Ted. Um, for your friend Doyle, right? Yeah. For his, for his father? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, now that... I don't. I don't want to make a joke after that song. I don't. I don't have any. Uh, I don't really have good jokes, anyways. Even if I did have one, you know. But it's just kind of. We were just talking off the air about the the best songwriters in the in the Minnesota thing. Ooh, here's a question for you. I won't get you in trouble. I promise. If you had to make a Mount Rushmore of Minnesota songwriters, all three heads. Is it three heads or four? I think it's four. Oh man, math is hard. Yeah. All four heads me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I had to do it. Oh my gosh. Oh. Mount Rushmore Minnesota songwriters? Yeah. I would put Doyle up there. I think people need to hear him and know him as a songwriter. All right. Definitely Sarah Morris. Absolutely Sarah Morris. Um, I think I would probably. Yeah, now, now I'm reaching because like, my brain would have 50 million songwriters. I, I would probably put Paul Westerberg up there. That's a good one. Um, and then I'm not going to put Bob Dylan because that's an obvious that's one. That's fair, yeah. But I think I would, and I'm going to, I'm not going to put Prince because that's an obvious one. It's unfair. They should like have their own. Their own thing, yeah. I agree. Uh, 
I think the fourth one I would leave blank because I'd want to change it all the time. So oh. that would be my graffiti one that I could write over yeah. and, and whitewash and then graffiti. That's, so that's my that's what I would. That's do. a brilliant way to answer that question because every it changes all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm a huge fan. We have incredible. I mean, you could, Doug Collins, incredible. Uh, you Joe, we were talking about. Is it Joe Copel or Copel? Copel. I think it's Copel. Oh my gosh, he Koppel. needs to make music again. <laughs> Joe, we open invitation. We will, <laughs> we will get you on this show right. if it's the last thing we do. Um, uh, you could go on and on. Jim Walsh is putting out music. Sean Stelton is another guy who's yeah. incredible. Like uh, you, you know, we've got just we are just and it can we go on and on and on. Um, Pavil French is an amazing songwriter. Uh, Annie Mack, you know, yeah. you just keep. It's just it's crazy. Yeah. So um, we're so lucky. We're spoiled. You're right. Very we, very. We are spoiled. I I feel bad for making you limit it down to four, but I like but, your no, I like your graffiti. Fair. I like your graffiti idea. Yeah. I I'm, think I, I got to do that. Yeah. So. I'm stealing that every time someone asks me that question. Now <laughs> that's how I'm gonna answer it. I'm gonna say the fourth one is graffiti. A right. guy can change it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's a great idea. And then I mean, in that songwriting group, so I still am in it and lurk and like watch other people's songs. And there's right. there's always some beautiful music coming out of that thing. Right. It's so it's so incredible. I mean, props yeah. to you guys. Have you have you done every week this summer? I have so far. I don't know if I'm going to get it this summer. We're going to Red Rocks this week. Ooh, who's so, playing? Uh, we're going to go see David Gray. Do you know? Nice. David? I know David Gray. Yeah. My wife loves David Gray, and I like him. And and when we started dating, he he had a record that was really big, not the Babylon one, but it was something else, and. Um, and so that record is kind of instrument, one of the instrumental records of our relationship early on. Yeah. And I haven't listened to him in a long time. Well, she loves him and uh, wants to go to Red Rock. And so I'm like, well, let, dang it, let's go to Red Rock. So yeah. We're going to do that. I, so I don't know if I'm going to get a song in or not. I bet you will. Red Rocks will inspire you. I won't have a guitar. Oh, I could do an acapella. You could do an acapella. And you should whistle. Well, maybe I'll just whistle the whole song. There, well, I'd like to hear you sing too. I mean, you're you're talented in multiple things, so like if you can squeeze them all, <laughs> appreciate. I did it. do a song. One of the words was shed, and so I did everything with she shed. I, I just every esh was with it like this, and oh, so I've I've been known to write really stupid songs. I could be done. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah. If you have you read Jeff Tweedy's Just Write One Song? I have not. Oh yet. my gosh. Yeah. Read that book. It's uh so you talked about the Mount Rushmore and yep. I will my holy trinity of songwriters yep. for me is Willie Nelson. Fair. Number I'll start with Tom Petty cuz he is like the reason why he's the first person I went, "Ooh, that's a really good songwriter. I want to write like him and he's humorous." Yep. Willie Nelson not only because he writes amazing songs and he's written some big hits, but he also covers songs Everything. he's a lover of song and I, that's inspirational and then Jeff Tweedy because he just loves the whole process of creating he and really does you read that book and you'll see it's like he he speaks my love language in, yeah yeah just just delight in what you're doing and there's yeah, yeah he's he's something else and and the way he talks about the process you, there's just such a pure love for for creating from that guy which mm-hmm. is Refreshing is not the right word, but it's just exhilarating to see yeah. that somebody who's still at that level, you know, yeah. who's at that level and is still excited about it. It's like, yeah. thank God, you know, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. Have you heard his his podcast with Rick Rubin? Um, I think it's called Broken Record. It's it's Rick Rubin's podcast, but he has Jeff T- Tweedy on it. I don't know. If, did I hear the one with Jeff? I probably. I'm getting to that age where I forget what I've done. My it. wife and I've literally have watched movies and and scene for scene will be like I've seen this. I can't remember what's coming next. Yeah. I seen. I okay. I remember. And yeah, I feel like I probably did hear it, but I can't remember it for the life of me. Oh, it's it's pretty good. I I, don't, I like that the Broken Record podcast. It's though, a Rick good Rubin. podcast. And um, who's the I don't know the Malcolm other guy's name. Gladwell. I no, think? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Because he wrote those books in the night, uh, not in the nineties, but like the uh, 
yeah, he was like a Rolling Stone journalist, right? And yeah. Probably, yeah, yeah, and then he, he wrote some musical books, which, full disclosure, my favorite kind of book is a musical biography. Yeah, me they, too. I'm a sucker for those mm-hmm. things, man. Like, Johnny Cash's autobiography is, I've read that thing like five times. I read uh, Merle Haggard's recently. I've read most Willie. He's got a couple, yeah, like, The Letters to America is not an auto, but I wrote his auto, read his autobiography and then yep. read that. Tom Petty, Jeff Tweedy's books, um, Bruce Springsteen's. Bruce Springsteen's um, is top notch. Yeah. That one did sure. not need to be that good. And that was the precursor to the Broadway thing, right? It, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and then you, that, it made the Broadway thing that much cooler because then mm-hmm. you watch the Broadway thing and you're like, that's from the book. And yep. I know it because I read the book. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I loved that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sucker for those books. So I gotta get I gotta get the Jeff Tweedy one, and, and it's funny because Jeff Tweedy um, is probably the most referenced person here. For, yeah, for people that I talk to, Jeff Tweedy com- name comes up the most. I wonder if it's I mean he's a phenomenal songwriter, but there's a humanity in him that that not that others don't have it, but by far they certainly do. But he just he exudes it. It just kind of comes out of his pores. Yeah, and I think that's cool. Yeah, I yeah. I would have to agree, and I. So I've, I've been talking all this stuff about Jeff Tweedy. I have to make a confession to you that I made to Jason Streitz last week. Yankee Hotel Foxtrot? Yeah. I don't get it. Oh? I, I've tried. Hmm. It's not the album's fault. It's, it's okay. Yeah. And I'll say this about, like, I really love the new record. I love, love, love it. I loved it from the minute I heard it. Yep. But most Wilco albums, from being there on, because when I heard AM, I just felt AM's great yeah and then being there came out I was like what the hell is this and it was, I've always been just a little behind or maybe even sometimes way behind yeah uh, the album and then finally like, oh finally you know. clicks so I think he, because they he and they have kind of shifted so much yep. it's okay I mean yeah, yeah. it's just know. you know it's it's like my one like deep secret that I feel mm-hmm. like I need to hide to other songwriters like ah, you know I, I don't think so yeah, I, I, I mean if you didn't if you said the Beatles weren't any good <laughs> I feel like I'd be questioning your, the reason why are you a DJ <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. well it's not it's not that it's not good I just it's just not it's just not for me you know it's right. kind of like uh well, this is a bad example because I love Taylor Swift, but like I'm not Taylor Swift's demographic, you know mm. what I mean? But I love Taylor Swift. I think she's great. I will say this about Taylor Swift. <clears throat> I, gave, I did not give her much credit at first because yeah. she was a young pop star, which is very unfair. The Beatles were pop stars. And you think about these amazing pop stars, it, but I watched her, and then I heard, uh, I heard her songs done by... I'm not, sorry, but Ryan Adams did her songs, and I realized, I holy it. smoke, she can write songs. Yeah. Then I watched her documentary, and I went, damn. She's smart. <laughs> she is. Like, she's the real deal, and I would love to get in a room and write with her. Because the other, she's another one who's so excited. There's that moment where yeah. she's working with her producer, and they're just bouncing ideas off each other. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is it. That's it. I want to write with her. Yeah. But I think... Uh, I, I like you mentioned something, but I feel like I'm wasting her time. Or I would feel like, um, uh. <laughs> I, I know it's this, it's this weird thing of like they're they're out of our musical league, but we're the only ones that feel that way. It's our own self consciousness, you know, that makes us yeah. Feel that, that. She would probably scoff at that. You know? Yeah, that's that's the thing, which is makes it even better. Right. It's just like they won't they won't even put up with our shit. <laughs> Great. Just right, damn it. Just, hey, Ted, you're in the room. Just right. 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 Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Well, Ted, we're coming we're coming up on the on the top of the hour here, and I got I got to thank some sponsors. Sure. And uh, love you to thank to hang around, but I wanted to play one more of your songs before we did that. I got sure. I got could I be wrong here? Yeah. All queued up. Anything you want to say about this one before I give it a spin? Yeah, I wrote this with Doyle. Oh, so really? Sure. Here we well, go. Well, you get to hear me butcher a Doyle song. So. No, it's gonna be beautiful. <laughs> 
All right. A song written with Doyle. Could I be wrong? By Ted Heineshevitz. You're listening to Glad You're Here and HappyProductions.Live. Yes, we do, Ted. Me and Ted were just talking about how we need more cheesy music in the world, and I think it's true. Um, welcome back to Glad You're Here and HappyProductions.Live. We are live with Ted Heineshevitz. Having an absolute ball. This has been this has been a blast of a show. I hope you're having as much fun as I am, Ted. I am. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you around for a little bit. Me and Ted are both fans of this local musician named Joe Koppel. Yes. Um, which Joe, I, I've extended this invitation to you many times, and I don't know if you've ever heard me do it, but I'm doing it every week. A open invitation to come on the show because your record topics from 2018 is incredible. And me and Ted are both fans of it. So what we've decided to do is we are gonna play it in its entirety tonight, and we're gonna kind of. I don't not, know. Not critiques. Not, yeah, word. we're gonna just revel. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So maybe every song or two, or every few songs, we'll check in and uh, just fangirl out a little bit yeah. about the record that we love. Yeah. So that's gonna be fun. So that's coming up here in a minute. First things first, though, we get to play a song that our sponsor recommended. It's gonna be "Meet You in the Middle" by Chuck Reagan. We're gonna play a little live version from Wolfgang's Vault that they did back in 2011. So here it is, "Meet You in the Middle" by Chuck Reagan. You are listening to Glad You're Here on Happy Productions. There you have it, folks, my conversation with Ted Heine-Shevitz. I know this was a short episode, but I promise we're going to have Ted back on the show. For a dedicated one-hour interview, what happened here was we, uh, we had to reschedule. I don't remember which one, Ted or Mike, and we ended up doing a double show where it was Mike and then Ted back-to-back, and I also had a sponsor that I had to squeeze in there for a conversation. So Ted didn't get quite as much time for the direct interview, but we did hang out and listen to some records together and have a good old time, but I'm definitely going to get him back on the show. So we'll have more Ted coming, I promise. And uh, yeah, absolute pleasure to chat with that man. He is a, he's a brilliant mind. He's a great songwriter, great human being, lots of fun. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the support. Thank you for supporting local arts, local artists, local communities, and local music. It matters. It makes a difference. And yeah. Glad you're here podcast, new episode every Wednesday. You can find me, I'm Grant Glad at grantgladmusic.com or on Instagram at grantgladmusic. And if you want to follow the show, facebook.com slash glad you're here radio show. Keep you posted on all the guests that are coming on. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next Wednesday on the podcast. All right, I'm Grant Glad. Goodbye. <laughs>